Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to the Optimist Daily's Weekly Roundup. I'm Ariel. And I'm Carissa. And we're working hard to put solutions in view and optimism in movement. Hello. Welcome back. (laughs) How are you doing, Carissa? I'm doing well today. It's a cold week in January. We were talking earlier about the January slump. Yeah, January and February are often my worst months. I'm trying to kind of work around the January slump the best I can. And we've been dealing with winter for so long and it gets dark early and the mornings aren't very bright either. So I always try and plan a trip. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to actually be going to Valencia in Spain in February. Ooh. Yeah, my little sister is dating someone who plays on um, like an eighth division football team and football being soccer. Oh. I figured might as well if he's there and my sister's going to come visit him and watch a game. I might as well go. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be extremely hot, but it will definitely be sunnier there than it is here in Amsterdam. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, that's great. I know. I need to – I'm working on planning my trips for like – February, because I feel like I was traveling a lot in the past couple months, Mm -hmm. but I definitely want to plan a localish trip, I guess, in California. But, you know, California is super big. So, (laughs) meanwhile, you're neighboring over in Europe with all the countries and stuff. So, I guess you'll just have to wait and see what kind of trips come your way. Yeah. But since I'm already talking about Valencia, I guess I'll just go into my story because it's partially why I picked the one that I wanted to discuss today. Yeah, so excited to hear. What solution do you have to share today with the world? Okay, so today I'm diving into an inspiring story that challenges stereotypes and pushes the boundaries of what's perceived as possible. And the title of the article I'm discussing is Mar Galceran shatters stereotypes as Spain's first parliamentarian with Down syndrome. Mm. Before I get into the meat of the article, I'll just tell everyone a little bit about Mar Galceran's political background. She began very early in politics at the ripe young age of 18 when she joined the Conservative People's Party. Wow. Yeah. So she was quite motivated from a young age. 18. Yeah. The article specifies that she was drawn to the traditionalist values of the party. And yeah, I guess she just took it from there. So fast forward to May and she ended up securing the 20th spot on the People's Party's candidate list for Valencia's regional elections, which proves that her dedication over the years certainly paid off. Yeah, it definitely has. That's very impressive. Of course, Mar's victory didn't go unnoticed. Carlos Mason, the regional Partido Popular leader, the People's Party translates to Partido Popular in Spanish. So he celebrated her win, acknowledging the triumph over, you know, all of these barriers and stigmas against people with differing abilities. Mm -hmm. It's really great that she was celebrated. But you know how it goes with social media. It was kind of a mixed bag of reactions and Mara faced both support and skepticism online. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that she had to deal with doubt online and everything, but it sounds like that she's taking this all in stride. Yeah, she seems like a very determined individual and her achievements put her in the ranks of a few others with Down syndrome who've entered politics. Her success is following in the footsteps of Eleanor Lalou. She is an Eris City Council member in France and also Fintan Bray. So he was the first person with Down syndrome to be elected to a senior position within a political party in Ireland. 
So it seems like there's a global trend, a global movement that challenges all of these perceptions about people with differing abilities. Yeah, definitely. What struck me the most about Mara's story is her commitment to changing these perspectives, especially eliminating prevailing biases towards people with Down syndrome. In the article, she's quoted as saying, I want people to see me as a person, not just for my disability. Yeah, totally. It's definitely a testament to the power of breaking down barriers and paving the way for inclusivity. Yeah, Mar sees her role in the regional parliament as a catalyst for change, which of course it is. And through inclusive policies and years of service, she wants to shift social views and challenge all of these prejudices that only hold us back, really. I love these solutions that come up on the Optimist Daily. They're kind of simple in a way. I mean, there is a lot to say, but you know, someone will get a position like in politics or whatever and really like break a glass ceiling and pave the way for other people. And it seems like so small sometimes, Mm -hmm. but um, I really love seeing these kind of stories on the Optimist Daily and just in general in the news that around the world people are, like we said, paving the pass and, Mm -hmm. you know, inspiring just so much positive change. Yeah, it's all about just all of these small cumulative steps. So as you said, even if like one step doesn't seem so significant in the bigger picture, it really does add up and it takes, yeah, it takes so long and so much effort to shift people's attitudes and perceptions. And I think, you know, Mar, Mar is really, um, a champion of inclusivity, as you said. And I mean, in her own words, she expresses her goals. She says, I want to learn how to do it well for Valencianos and more importantly, for those of us who have different abilities. So it really does feel like way more than a personal triumph. It it represents a step towards a, a more open and understanding and inclusive society. And I guess kind of like uh, spoiling the rest of the solutions <laughs> we have like for this week, we also had another one in the similar vein that Don Scott became the first Black House speaker in Virginia. Mm-hmm. So that was also another, we had two this week that were of people really breaking down barriers. And What was the solution that you wanted to talk about today? My solution is lifestyle oriented. And I was kind of talking about the January slump earlier. I feel like January is just a time where, you know, maybe a lot of us kind of like reevaluate our life and our resolutions. It's never too late to make a resolution. So I think I'm working on the motivation to put in the resolution of, you know, strengthening my brain, continuing to learn. So I was glad to see this solution on the Optimist Daily this week, which is called Improve Your Daily Routine, a Neuroscientist Advice to Strengthening Key Brain Regions. In today's fitness-focused society, the importance of brain training is frequently overlooked. Daniel Amen, MD, drives on over 30 years of clinical experience as a psychiatrist employing functional brain SPECT imaging to emphasize the need for frequent mental exercise and improving total brain function. Learning practical daily exercises based on the most recent research and Dr. Amon's significant therapeutic experience in this solution with us. So nice. I'm excited to hear about all of these things I could be throwing into my day to make my brain stronger. <laughs> totally. I think Dr. Amon gives a lot of good advice here. And, you know, adopting a mindset of lifelong learning is just critical for good mental health. And I'm a big advocate for lifelong learning. The first suggestion we have is to exercise your prefrontal cortex, PFC, which is the brain's CEO. Mm -hmm. A couple ways to exercise the PFC is that you can play language-based and strategic games such as Scrabble or chess. You can combine weightlifting and aerobic activities for a powerful PFC boost. 
And you can use meditation to maximize the PFC's capabilities by boosting focus, judgment, and impulse control. Hmm. Do you already do any of this in your regular daily life, Carissa? I do do a little bit of weightlifting, but I don't really combine it with aerobic activities. So maybe I need to combine it. Mm -hmm. And language-based and strategic games. I guess like sometimes I play Wordle (laughs) like these days. (laughs) This is probably kind of in a similar vein. And I mean, this is digital. I mean, I'm sure same effects, but I've been playing the New York Times Connections. I don't know if you've played it before. No, but my dad literally sent me a text today saying that I should check it out. (laughs) (laughs) You should. Yeah. I've been like obsessed with that. They give you 16 words and then you have to make four categories of four words that they have something to do with each other. And some days it just makes you so mad, (laughs) but it really does stretch your brain. So that's one thing I have been doing. I haven't been really good on a meditation game lately, so I do want to kind of work on that a little bit more too. Yeah, I'm more of a yoga person. And right. The meditation always kind of makes me a bit antsy. But yeah, definitely something to keep in mind. I will uh, I'll be implementing that to improve my brain CEO. <laughs> so I guess we'll move on to the next category, which is to flex your temporal lobes. And this improves your memory and stability. A couple of suggestions we have here is to use memorizing techniques or recite poetry or prose to stimulate the hippocampus. And we also have learn a musical instrument for a multi-regional interaction. I was thinking recently about how I used to be a dancer and like memorizing all these dances. I just feel like I can't really memorize. I mean, it's a little bit different because it's like body movement, muscle memory. But I feel like I haven't had to like memorize anything lately. It's so much harder these days to actually practice it because I remember back in the day, I would remember everyone's phone numbers, like their landlines, and wouldn't have, you know, a cell phone with their name on it that I could click that would immediately call them. Um, And instead, you just had to memorize everything. But these days, it really has to be intentional. Yeah. With all that information at our fingertips, there's not a lot of memorizing going on anymore. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So the next category we have is to use your parietal lobes to master spatial navigation. So the suggestions for this are that you can play math games like Sudoku or participate in spatial exercises like juggling. <laughs> juggling is a might be a little difficult for me. I think maybe I'll I'll stick to the math games or maybe I should challenge myself. Yeah. <laughs> Another suggestion is increase gray matter volume by traveling with a map rather than GPS, which these wow. days I'm <laughs> sure a lot of us aren't really traveling with a physical map, but interesting <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> My parietal lobes are probably suffering a lot because I don't do any of this. <laughs> the most, um, I guess, attractive thing out of these suggestions to me is actually juggling. So maybe I have to juggle. Yeah, well, let's see how it goes. <laughs> let's move on to the next category then. So we have flex your basal ganglia, balance and stable movements. So Ariel, this is probably more, I feel like, in our realm. For this one, you can test your balance with activities like yoga, Pilates, or hula hooping. And you can also do arm and leg movements that can be synchronized using objects such as balls or ropes. So balance and stable movements. This one I got down. I mean, I even started hula hooping. (laughs) The new girlfriend of one of my good friends just brought her hula hoop from England. (laughs) And it's a weighted hula hoop. Wow. (laughs) So I think she does it for core exercises. Oh. But we were all having fun using it. (laughs) And I can attest, it really does 
you know, test your stabilizers and work your balance. So Totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess like during the pandemic, I think the weighted hula hoops were having a moment and I never actually got one, but I kind of want to get Yeah. It. Highly recommend. I love it. <laughs> the next category is to use your cerebellum, coordination for complex information. So suggestions here are you can take part in coordinated activities like racket sports, dance, or tai chi. And you can also maintain your brain's agility with everyday exercises that involve coordination. So I kind of want to try pickleball this year since it's just like taking the world by storm. I've had some friends uh, say that they're really liking pickleball. So by the end of this year, you'll be a juggling, hula hooping, pickleball (laughs) playing dancer and your brain strength is going to be like through the roof. (laughs) (laughs) Super cool. To really reap these benefits, you can consider these useful strategies for incorporating these mental exercises into your everyday routine. So a couple of tips we have is set aside at least 15 minutes per day to study something new. You can take seminars or workshops, pursue a new hobby, or cross-train at work. And then we also have visit new locations to expose your brain to new inputs. Mm -hmm. I'm always for that. Like I love traveling or just exploring local new places. So it's a good excuse to just get your January, February slump trip in. Exactly. (laughs) So I'm here for it. And then we also have breaking habitual habits might stimulate different brain regions. Yeah, I guess that just means like doing things differently. Like if you fold clothes always in the same way, then maybe you can like switch it up and still be doing laundry, but folding clothes in a way that messes with your brain or makes it think a bit. Yeah. And we also have form friendships with people that challenge your intelligence. And we have seek expert help if you're having difficulty learning due to a condition like ADHD. So very cool. You know, flexing different mental muscles daily helps to maintain a healthy and nimble brain. Engaging in targeted workouts empowers your mind, improves cognitive function, and it just favorably impacts all parts of your life. Hopefully these tips gave you some inspiration. I think I can speak for both of us, Ariel, that we got some inspiration. So here's to stronger and healthier brains in 2024. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Well, cool. I think we had a really good roundup of solutions today, and we have a lot more solutions that we shared on The Optimist Daily this week. What else did we have? We have a story titled, Poland Protects 10 of Its Most Ancient Forests by Proclaiming Ban on Logging. Turning the Tide After Losing Your Temper, an expert guide at cooling down and bouncing back. Ooh, I don't really have a temper, but I can maybe send this (laughs) article to a couple (laughs) friends. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then this is the one that you mentioned earlier, Carissa. Don Scott makes history as Virginia's first Black House speaker. Very good. And why do so many children detest vegetables? Scientists may have unraveled the mystery. What else do we have on, Carissa? So we also have the UK announces groundbreaking flea fund scheme for domestic abuse survivors. A comprehensive guide to getting luscious hair with coconut oil. Ooh, I need to look at that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have Shaping Tomorrow, Greece's progress towards same-sex marriage equality. And fossilized reptile skin unearthed in Oklahoma is the oldest known to man. That sounds interesting. I think we had a 
really good week of solutions. Yeah, a wide array of topics. <laughs> yeah, super cool. I'm definitely feeling optimistic. Well, if you want to join us in starting your day off right, make sure to subscribe to our free daily newsletter to get our solutions straight to your inbox. And we also have more on our social channels. You can find us at The Optimist Daily on all of our platforms, including Threads, Pinterest, you name it. The only different one is on X, which on there we're known as Ode to Optimism. We are a small team of optimists working hard to bring you positive news. If you want to support our mission of putting optimism out into the world, please click on the link in the show notes to find out how. And support doesn't always have to be financial. Even just recommending our podcast to a friend, leaving a positive review on Apple or Spotify, or sharing a solution to your friends, to the world, to anyone would be such a great help in helping make optimism a movement. All right. Well, that's it for this week. Ariel, as always, it was great to share these solutions with you. Yes, and I will see you next week, Carissa. Happy weekend, everybody. Bye. Basil ganglia? Is that how you say it? Ganglia. Ganglia? I'm going to go for it. All right.